okay so we are moving on to old english grammar as i said in the previous slide the characteristic of middle english grammar is a great reduction of the inflectional system which had been inherited from old english or to put it simply it led to a simplification of the grammar which had been complex in the anglo saxon period or old english language now what is the reason for the simplification the reason is that when uh, norman normans came to the english court okay they uh, engaged in trans in translating a number of texts that were already there in anglo saxon language so in their attempt to translate uh, it into norman french what happened is that they found that in each dialect okay that four kinds of dialects were in prevalence during the anglo saxon period in each dialect there were a lot of uh, complex uh, what do you say plural uh, suffixes and inflections and all so they brought about a kind of their own way of standardization and that technique of standardization is otherwise known as a leveling okay they tried to uh, from now onwards this will be how plurals are going to be like well, to put it simply like um, in the anglo saxon dialects uh, the plural would be indicated by ud by adding the suffix en okay in some uh, dialects the suffix es would be added plurals would be indicated by adding the suffix uh, en or es and in some others it would be an it would be un it would be on so this was uh, confusing for the uh, norman scribes so what did they do they tried to bring about a uniformity and they declared or they decided by bringing about a kind of uniformity by establishing that from uh, now onwards that is from their time onwards en would become the accepted plural termination but in some midland dialects they even used es as the accepted plural termination so what was i trying to tell you middle english grammar is characterized by a simplification of the old earlier anglo saxon grammar that was complex it started by a leveling a leveling of all the grammatical changes and or a simplification and this leveling started with uh first it started by uh, bringing about a uniformity and uniformity in plural formation by the addition of by the by fixing upon en or es as the uh, accepted form of indicating plural and today uh, this en the, the es is being uh, commonly used that is the plural of words uh, many words okay plate it will be plates okay plate is a word that ends in e and uh, knife knives okay this uh, you know, addition of es as the plural form has uh, is ga has gained prominence in modern english and en is only found in uh, children and ox or plural of ox oxen it is not in vogue much in modern english because that has reduced over the years but anyway nowadays the plural has been fixed with es or s okay now another uh, variation that they brought is that they uh, uh, most of the words that ended okay the vowel e was there they got uh, the final e in many words uh, were removed okay so the e, you when you come to the middle english period you have the final lev, uh, letter e is not there and you must remember anglo saxon uh, english was a rough attempt at being phonetic 
and modern english is a highly phonetic language but modern in middle english was in a transitory phase some words were phonetic some were not phonetic some were on the verge of becoming unphonetic so it is a very confusing period a very complex period as far as um their pronunciation as such is uh, coming so we are not i am not going on to that i started with the leveling of the vowel sounds uh, with the letter e if a word ends with the letter e that would be removed that e would be removed by the time they reach so the word becomes shorter okay a long word becomes shorter and that is one kind of a leveling another kind of leveling is the en termination or es termination used to indicate plural forms now uh this same en termination would always be preceded by the preposition to that is another thing okay when they use the, the plural form of a word in the anglo saxon dialect they it was always preceded by the use of the word the preposition to to so in a sentence construction i go to fetch it it would be i go to fetch it that is i go g o to fetch f e t c h fetch n means fetch n uh, what they are trying to say is uh, the plural is what they are trying to indicate and when they are using this word fetch over there fetch n it would always be preceded by the preposition to but when they came when when it come came into the middle english period what they did is that the en was removed okay that was terminated that preposition if to was there there was no need for en okay so it came to be regarded as an integral part of to itself so to becomes an accepted sign of an infinitive so they have the tendency of dropping the en the tendency of dropping the en occurred in the middle english period the tendency of dropping en and substituting it only with the to Uh, but when you think about Chaucer's English, they have a lot of infinitive infinitives: to ridden, to ridden, to seeken, to restay, to telle, to playen. अंगने अंगे और कुत्री words उन्नर नो e n ना suffix उन्नर ना e n उन्नर गिल मुनीले two ओरु preposition add ये नो नंडा आयरन. So this was also a technique of a direct way of simplifying their case endings. So Middle English, um, there were they 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 had uh, the, the definite article was there and uh, uh, in the in the middle english period when you come to the gender system the gender system was the threefold gender system was there in the old english period but uh, when you come to the middle english period uh, you have uh, they have only the twofold gender system depending upon the meaning Okay, uh, the old complicated gender system continued for some time, but in course of time, it got uh, reduced, and uh, uh, many other factors also led to the simplification of grammar because English uh, was just a spoken language, and grammatical purity was not something that was uh, emphasized upon by when the Middle English uh, people had come. and the french gender system they had uh, the proper masculine and feminine gender divisions and that was easier for them when compared to the complex anglo-saxon gender system so they conveniently shifted to the french gender system when they came when the middle english period came into being so another feature you notice is that the anglo-saxon period they have the three fold gender pattern but that has been simplified following the 
prefold gender pattern of uh, french because that was convenient they were familiar with that kind of a pattern so they fixed they moved on to that so this again led to the simplification of the language that is you have the natural grammatical gender what we see today is actually a result of the changes that happened during this uh, middle english period okay so uh, then when we talk about gender we have the introduction of the personal pronoun she s h e this appeared in the middle english period it is in the east midland dialect that you have the introduction of the personal pronoun she nerthe ningal they them their okay old english periodil orkunengil the pronoun she came into being only in the middle english period gender ne karyam parayumba adum kuda orkanum that is all we have about the gender system then another feature to be noticed is that they have nerthe nammal parnu old english il they did not have any words to indicate futurity but it is in the old english period that you have words like shall and will to indicate futurity shall and will shall mun futurity indicate cheyna words vannathu middle english period ilana so in uh, middle english period um, was um, did not uh, brought about a leveling and uh, an addition or uh, 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 simplification of many uh, processes